0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Psychic School podcast as well as Aphantasia Experiments. Uh, Today uh, I'm not going to be walking while I talk or doing a dice reading. I am going to do more of a specific episode. I want to talk a bit about ADHD. Um, I've mentioned before on this this podcast that I have ADHD. um, Have I been diagnosed with ADHD yes my family physician like my family doctor diagnosed me but I didn't go through rigorous testing where I went to see a psychologist a psychiatrist or do any sort of like educational testing I did not get diagnosed diagnosed as a child I actually was diagnosed when my son who I believe was seven at the time or six seven I don't know he went for his psycho- psychoeducational assessment and through the testing with the family doctor as well there was a um, questionnaire that my husband kind of looked at and was like this some of this sounds like you <laughs> and i was like yeah and so that's kind of how i got diagnosed I, I reached out to my doctor and said you know there's a lot of things on here that i resonate with and uh, fletcher if it's hereditary and we definitely have it in my family um i would like to explore options on how to treat it so I this is probably two years ago I tried some medication I went on Concerta which is like a type of ADHD medication it definitely made me super anxious um, focused but anxious Um, and then I went on Vyvanse and that was much better for me but I do not take it regularly I only take it I truly only take it because I am actually very good at focusing. And I'll go through this with you on the podcast. Um, I have no problem focusing uh, if I'm interested in something. So before before I lo- left my last job, uh, I would often take it if I knew I had to do like royalty statements or um, financial stuff. Like, very, like Excel, stuff that I had to like sit on the computer and stare at a screen. And it was like a lot of numbers and not a lot of like the normal stuff that I would do. Like I'm a very creative person. So when I had to do more like analytical stuff, um, I would pop a Vivance and and this is like, I, this is not my medical advice. Please don't take this as medical advice. I'm just explaining like my situation and how, yeah, my evolution of ADHD. So I would take this um, and sometimes I would go like the whole week and I would take one every day of the week. And what I found was like, A, it would make, I would totally lose my appetite so that like um, contributed to some weight loss um, but also just like feeling crummy so that didn't help and I think for me I would the medication what it did to me it it's like it took away my impulse to do something more creative so you know I mean, at my job, I had to do a lot of different tasks, but the things that I wanted to do, I could sit there for 12 hours and not move and it would be super beneficial. But then there was days that I had to do stuff that I hated Um, and to get me that same like motivational strength. Um, I would have to take a Vyvanse to like stay focused. So a lot of people with ADHD, especially female adults, they don't have problems focusing on stuff that they are passionate about or feel um, connected to in some way. But if it's something that's just out of their element, often that's when you're going to see like the lack of focus and the uh, squirreliness. Um, So I'm going to go through just some some stuff that I've done some research on um, how... ADHD shows up for adults, especially adult females. Um, I've actually had like three or four people email me about this. So I thought, okay, this is definitely a subject I want to tackle. Um, and I do, I am very curious. So if you're listening to this and you have aphantasia, I would love to hear from you if you have ADHD, if you've been diagnosed um, and what that looks like for you. Because I think that there's a lot of things we don't necessarily know about. and Don't always talk about Um so yeah, uh, for me personally, I truly believe, and I'm not just saying this as like a, something people say because it makes them feel better. I believe like with full certainty that my ADHD, if that's what I have, is a superpower. Um, all, of the, all of the pieces behind it um, contribute to me to being like a super creative and intuitive person. And uh, I love that about myself. I love all the things about me that are basically adhd characteristics so the one thing i don't love is i'm not very good at keeping my closet organized or like my art supplies um but other than that i don't know i'm all right not to like toot my own horn but i like myself and you should too so here we go here's a list of 20 different characteristics and then I will loop into like aphantasia and uh, intuition and stuff as I go through this as well, because I think there is a correlation. Um, so uh, hyperfocus. So people with ADHD have the ability to deeply engage in tasks of interest, often resulting in impressive productivity and creativity. So that's like completely what I was saying before. And this is like my son. My son has ADHD. He's nine, but he presents himself in a different way. Definitely different than, than me, but... Um, if he gets into a project or, um, I don't know, he, he researches things and I do the same thing. Like I, I'm always exploring consciousness and it's like, I get obsessed with it and I can't stop researching. Um, and I definitely have, I'm very creative and I have ideas all the time. And if I'm interested in it, in something, I can sit on a computer or read something or whatever for long periods of time. Without needing to come up for air, basically. But um, because I have lots of kids, I, ha- I, I get easily distracted and disrupted. And uh, this might be part, another one I list later. But that is something that I, I struggle with is when I'm in that zone. And I want to focus and I want to like, I'm super into whatever I'm learning about or whatever task I'm engaged in. And I get interrupted. It pisses me off. Um, like, I get annoyed. Um, and this was, like, especially especially difficult when it was, like, COVID time and all my kids were home and my husband's a teacher, he works from home, and he would just want to, like, chit-chat during the day. And I'm like, I am in the zone of answering 400 emails. I need to stay in that zone to keep going in this zone. Don't take me out of the zone! So, like, coming in and out of, like, those kind of creatively inspired, um, moments, it's hard. So I think it's like I, I swear a psychologist told me once that it can take up to like 20 minutes to get back into that flow again. So think about that before you interrupt someone who looks like hyper focused because it's annoying. It's annoying when you have ADHD or maybe at all if someone interrupts you when you're in that flow. Let people flow. That's my suggestion. Uh, next one, innovative problem solving. Um, you have a talent for thinking outside of the box and finding unique solutions to challenges. Bo yeah, absolutely. I'm the problem solver always at my jobs uh, in my family. Uh, I'm always looking at different solutions um, And one of my like one of my recent dream experiences when I was in Cuba was was uh, my guides kind of telling me that that life is about, Experimenting with with things in our life and and the situations that keep arising over and over again, the purpose is to continuously innovate and in problem solve in different ways. Um, and I, I really do think I'm very good at problem solving. Um, yeah, computer issues at at work, I would problem solve. If things, I often do like if something's taking a a a strangely long amount of time, instead of continuously Doing something in that way, I will spend the time and come up with a solution to make the the procedure more efficient. That's that's important to me is to like problem solve inefficient in inefficiencies. Um multitasking skills. I hate I I even hate I don't I just don't like multitasking. So I this is on the list here and I I think it's physically, mentally impossible to actually multitask. Um, but I definitely—if you look at my computer screen right now—I think my computer would say, "Hey, you're multitasking," because <laughs> I have—I um, have my email, my photo drive, my podcast thing, my just like so many things open. I, I don't know, maybe twenty-five tabs, and I'm like, most of them I'm actually kind of using right now, so. Uh, I guess I'm multitasking, and I'm also like, I just made my kids lunch, and I'm gonna be interrupted in two seconds. And I'm, I am kind of always multitasking, but I don't really like this point because I, I kind of like one of my biggest things recently is is being kind of giving in to the fact that we're only human and we should only do one thing at a time, and that I think most of us are going crazy for having to balance more than one thing at a time, and. And I would really like to simplify life a little for everyone um, and understand that we can't actually multitask. It's impossible. Um, So that one I don't fully agree with, but it's on there. Intuition and insight. I'm like, yes, this is it. Um, I fully believe I have a heightened sense of intuition, um, which enables me to make connections and see patterns that other people might miss. This is huge. I am the connection queen. I'm able to be like, oh, you met this person there? Well, does he know this person? Like, that's a terrible example because that didn't make any sense. But I'm able to like um, connect past events to present moments or past people to like present moments or like recognize someone from a party I met five years ago. Like I'm, I'm fairly good at like making those connections and understanding how important those connections are. I don't know how... ADHD, that is, but uh, I definitely like connection, making those connections are very, oh, I'm very good at that. And very, I love, every time I make a connection, it's like I get this like fuzzy feeling inside, you know? Um, I was recently uh, reminded of the Steve Jobs speech, commencement speech, where he talks about um, how connections can only be made backwards, not forward. Um in life, so I watched that the other day, and uh, that that resonated with me. But I, I I also watched it and was like, "Damn, Steve Jobs has the ADHD," and I love it. You know, he totally did. Um, so superpower like the people with ADHD, I swear they're the people that 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 come up with crazy inventions and have unique ideas and and make the world a super special place. So, um, okay, going on. Intuition and insight—that's the one I just said. Empathy, boy, that's me for sure. Um, and again, this is uh, this is me talking about like ADHD and adult female specifically, um, because I don't know if that's the case for you know children with ADHD. I think that children with ADHD—I think empathy is something that you learn as you grow more. And uh, with children, especially with children with ADHD, they have such impulse control issues often not always it does present in different ways Um, but um, some children with ADHD can actually seem like they lack empathy um, because they're just like going so fast you know what I mean I think that empathy is something that you you develop through time and experience I feel like as a child for me I was extremely empathetic but I don't feel like that was the norm Like, I never felt like the way I was processing emotions was the normal way, you know? So I always felt like I was too sensitive. I was a highly sensitive person. That's a a topic for another day. I will definitely do a whole episode on that. Um, So empathy, uh, increased emotional sensitivity that allows for strong connection and understanding of other feelings. I absolutely have that. I am always aware and I'm always trying to make sure people feel included Uh, I hate thinking that someone might be left out of a situation. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I have maybe overly strong empathy skills that to, to a fault almost, Uh, creative expression is another one, a flair for artistic and creative endeavors fueled by a rich imagination. Well, yeah, I have a rich imagination, but I can't visualize. So interesting, right? Um, You can definitely have a rich imagination and not be able to visualize. So even though aphantasia technically means affan, I think means lack of. Again, I should probably like put this in front of me and and have it in front of me, but I kind of just like rambling. But I could just like Google it and get it right. Anyways, it basically means lack of imagination, but I definitely have a very... Very, um, I was going to say vivid imagination, and that's not the word to describe it because it's not vivid as in, like, full of imagery, but it's vast. Uh, maybe that's not the word either. Oy. I don't know what the word is, but I definitely, like, think I have a lot of creative ideas and and solutions and, um, thoughts that play in my head that are very creative, like I'm always thinking of different creative projects and stuff, um, writing music in my head, even though I'm not musical at all, and I, yeah, and I always have at least three or four stories that I want to write in my head, you know, I have this screenplay in my head that I want to get out, there's always something like that, that I'm like, oh, I hope I get some of this out before I die, because there's so much in me, uh, just kind of waiting to, to get out, and that's part of the reason why I started this podcast, is that I have all this, like, I don't know, stuff inside of me that it's like it needs a release. So this is a way of doing that. Um, if you feel similar to that, it's very easy to start a podcast. So go for it. And There's nothing, doesn't hurt anyone. And uh, I'm sure your voice, uh, people would love to hear it. Uh, okay, back to my list. Uh, passionate pursuits. Um, they, people with ADHD often have an intense enthusiasm for activities they're passionate about. Which is similar to what I was saying before. And this is so true. Like, if you're, if something excites you, you're just like, you just want to read all about it. You're going to be at the library getting every book in that section. You're going to, you know, watch every YouTube video, um, listen to all the podcasts about it, soak in all the information. You know, that's totally who I am. And, and uh, I feel like over time, my passions have definitely, um, kind of wavered like I've, I've had different passions and I have different like art projects that I start and stop and start and stop and it kind of goes in waves um, and maybe that's an ADHD thing where it's like you don't finish something and then you go back to it like because I get into a zone like I get into a zone of painting and then I get into a zone of air clay and then I go back to painting when I'm in that zone and I, I it kind of goes back and forth but I definitely don't just have one passion. And areas of interest, like, I've been interested in in spirituality and psychic development and consciousness exploration, um, near-death experiences, all of those kind of things. Um, I think that's been something I've, I've been interested in my whole life. Like, if, you, if there was a psychic on a TV show, I would be watching it for sure. Um, completely enthralled and, like, wondering how they did it and... Uh, um, Yeah, like if there's a psychic, if someone's having a party with a psychic, I'm definitely buying into that. I'm doing tea leaf readings. I will do all of that. I've always found it really interesting. My first baby shower when I was 17, I had a baby super young, but my mom and her best friend threw a baby shower for me with tarot readers. It's like a random memory that just came up. And uh, it was such a good experience. And it's funny that that tarot reader actually read that I wasn't going to stay with the guy I was with. Can you imagine the tarot reader? How brave that would have been. I wonder if my mom actually, like, paid the tarot reader to do that. I should ask her. Like, tell her this relationship sucks and she needs to get out. Um, Because that's basically what the tarot reader did. And when I read tarot now, I always try to, like, see the positive spin on something. So it's funny that that tarot reader was just like, nope. You're eight months pregnant, but the, your dude sucks. <laughs> just, I mean, it was true, but it's just like she could have read it in a completely different way. And so I wonder, I do wonder if my mom paid that tarot reader. I wonder if I'll ever know that answer. Um, I don't even know where on the list I was because that was a tangent. Okay. At, adaptability. Um, you can quickly adapt to changing situations, embrace new challenges with enthusiasm. Um this is me for sure I think I'm also like a five energy like um five life path I like change like I like I like changing direction and I like almost like say you missed your bus stop I wouldn't I wouldn't be like ah I'd be like okay well this is a new adventure that we need to figure out you know I I never have that like panic mode I'm always like well this is something that it's just a different situation, you know. Even when I've like lost my wallet, I'll be like, mmm it's gonna be fine. I'll go back to the stores. It'll be there. Like I, I always have that kinda like, Mah. like this is the way life is supposed to play out, you know? Um and 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 shit's supposed to happen. Like your car's supposed to break down sometimes, you know, and that can lead you to different situations. So, um being able to adapt to the constant changing universe around us is really important and I think I'm definitely good at that and uh if you maybe you're really good at it and you have ADHD and you don't know about it and again it's a good thing it's a superpower it's not a bad thing so um courageous risk taking um I like I the last two I'm like trying to compare myself to my husband because my husband is like very not ADHD like he is very his brain it's like so structured like there's no dust in there you know like everything has its place and it's all perfect and like if he has a to-do list he's checking off those things nothing is gonna bother and like nothing's gonna disrupt him he's gonna get it done he doesn't understand when people are like nah like <laughs> Like, when they, their, their thoughts are scattered or they have too many ideas going on because he's just like, boom. But he also, like, hates change and, like, will spend three hours trying to choose a football, you know, at the sports store to replace the old football. And then he'll end up just buying the same football he bought before, you know. So he is adverse to change. And I'm like, Ma, bring me all the footballs. I don't play football, so that's a bad example. But um, we're very different in that sense. Even like financially, we were doing like our financial assessment with our financial advisor and we do like a risk assessment. And I'm very thankful for my husband in this situation because he does the lower risk and I'm like, high risk. And uh, if it was up to me, well, I'm in Canada, so uh, I don't know if you know anything about like the mortgage rates here in Ontario. I don't know how it is everywhere, but they are super high and we're on a fixed mortgage rate. Thankfully, we renewed a couple of years ago, so we're not in that we if we were on the variable one which i might have done if i was single because I, i'm a risk taker um, my mortgage i don't even know if i could afford it at this point so I, it's not even something to laugh about it's awful uh, a lot of people are struggling with that so um but uh i feel like it's always good to have people in your life to help balance you out you know i think that everybody who doesn't have adhd needs someone with ADHD in their life and vice versa. Is it vice versa or is it vice versa? I've heard both. Let me know. Um, Courageous risk-taking. Unconventional career paths. I love this because uh, as you may know, I recently left my uh, marketing job um, to basically figure my own crap out. I'm just kind of doing freelance work, but I'm taking on a lot of random jobs, and that's kind of what I want. And I want to do this podcast and uh, eventually monetize things and build my career as, I'm not even sure, a spiritual coach or something with with intuition. I don't know where that's going to land yet, but I know it's definitely unconventional. Um, It just is. And And the thought for me... If I'm not, like, working a 9-to-5 doing something I'm extremely passionate about at this point in my life. Like, in my 20s, I feel like I could do it. In my 20s, I worked, like, in the magazine print, print industry. And uh, the people surrounding me were what kept me going. But I think now, as I, like, approach 40, the thought of working a 9-to-5 at a job that I am not passionate about and that I have to take medication to just function at is not something I can continue with. I need to, I need to be working um, unconventionally and I am trying to figure that out as I go. And it's been working for me so far, but if you need any freelance work done, writing, design, whatever, uh, reach out. I'm available-ish. I am fairly busy, but I do take on stuff. And who knows, maybe this will get to someone out there who needs it and it's a perfect partnership. Who knows? um energetic bursts this says periods of high energy that can feel like fuel bursts of productivity and engagement absolutely I have that I even have energetic bursts in my conversation where I get like so excited to talk about something I'm sure you hear it in the podcast where I like start talking about something and my voice just kind of speeds up like a chipmunk um that's when I just like I'm excited and I'm I just really want to express myself so um, I, I speed up a bit, but uh, yeah, I definitely have energetic bursts, but I also have energetic like bursts, like my bubble is bursting. Like my air balloon has got a hole poke in it, and it's slowly falling to the ground and is about to crash. Um, and I definitely don't get that as much anymore that I've left my career, but um, it was hard, and I especially... Um, when I would take the Vivance, So if I had, like, an extremely stressful week or, like, a lot of deadlines do, um, and I really don't recommend this, so just because I did it does not mean that it's the right thing to do. I would take, like, a Vyvanse every day, and then on the weekend I'd be like, oh, I just need to, like, eat a sandwich because I, like, couldn't even eat when I was taking it. Um, I would go off of it on the weekend and just, like, relax, and I'd be, like, so tired and... It was like I was go, 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 go all week. And then as soon as I go off of it, I'm like, this is who I really am. But I need to, like, spend the day meditating and, like, decompressing because I've, I don't know, I've, like, used up all of my energy reserves. Um, Perseverance. uh, A strong determination to overcome obstacles. Even faced with challenge, even when faced with challenges that might discourage others, yeah, yeah, I have that. I mean, I think, uh, my twenties and thirties were full of perseverance. I was always the one, you know, persevering. And now I'm like, I don't want to persevere anymore if I don't like something. I think, and I think that that's what my forties are going to be is like, if I don't like it, I'm not doing it. I will pursue things that I enjoy. I am extremely talented at what I do. I know I'm a good designer. I know I'm a good writer. Um, And people typically, and I don't want to like, again, toot my own horn, but people typically like me. Um, You know, I go to a party or something. I am a good conversationalist. People like me. People open up to me about a lot of things. Um, And I feel, where am I getting with this? This, see, when I do this, this is my ADHD. I got into a zone there. I was talking about energetic burst and then perseverance. Um, strong term. Oh, so in my 20s and 30s, I was like, I, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to, like, rise that la- like, go up the ladder and, you know, be the best at my career. It didn't really matter. It was like, again, I like the people I work with. But at a certain point, I'm like, this... I've learned everything I can about, you know, the job that I'm doing. And now I'm just doing stuff I don't like for, for someone I don't like, so... Um, I feel like, uh, for me, I can per- persevere only as long as I can, and then I just can't anymore. But I definitely, you know, if it was a project that I was super passionate about, I'd be pers- persevering the heck out of it, you know. Uh, attention to detail, I would say this comes and goes for me. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm intensely focused on, like, making sure nothing's wrong. And sometimes I'm like, well, fuck, if something's something's going to be wrong. <laughs> so let's, like, get the first round in and and then we can make corrections after, you know. It doesn't have to be completely perfect, the first round kind of thing. So I think that my attention to detail has faded over time. And quick learner, I'm definitely a quick learner. Um, but especially in in, um, sorry, my kid's phone just rang, messenger kids. so annoying, it goes through my phone. (laughs) It's like every time they go to do a video chat, it goes through my phone, it's so annoying. Uh, quick learner Uh, so especially in areas that uh, captivate your attention again if you're not interested in it you might not be a quick learner this is this is a good example of like kids with ADHD if they're not like they might not not be doing good in math or doing well in math or uh, reading or something like if they aren't engaged and in in, if it doesn't spark something in them they're just gonna be like out to lunch and, and looking out the window and And whatever. And I'm totally the same way. If uh, I'm, I, a thing for me, and this is probably not an ADHD thing, but I hate showing disrespect towards people. So if someone's doing a presentation or something, I am fully listening. And I know like ADHD, it's a lot about like, you don't listen, you interrupt. That's not me at all. I am a very good listener. I think it's very important to show respect to people, you know, giving a speech or whatever it is. Um, It drives me crazy when you're at a wedding and people are, like, talking during speeches. Hate it. I hate that so much. Um, But, um, I feel like, oh my god, I didn't even know where I was going with that. This is, like, a classic, classic ADHD episode, I guess. (laughs) Um... Quick learning, an aptitude for picking up new skills rapidly. So I said that one already. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry, guys. That's so annoying. But basically, oh yeah, kids with ADHD, um, they they can excel in certain subjects and then just like really suck in other ones. So, uh, and this is where I think that people with ADHD, like kids, they, they might not do so well in school, but I I feel like a lot of people with ADHD are very successful adults because you find what you're passionate about and then you go with that and then you're like boom this is my thing you know and then if you lose sight or you lose interest in that thing you you can often like get enthralled in something else right like learn some a new skill um open-mindedness I say that when I receptive receptiveness to new ideas and willingness to explore unconventional concepts. I definitely love exploring unconventional concepts. Hello, Psychic School podcast. Like I love thinking about things we can't understand and like wondering, you know, Um, I think I talked about, I recently watched, I listened to a podcast about starseeds and this whole thing, like, I don't know if I'm a starseed. It makes sense that in a past life I might've been persecuted for having psychic abilities since I have aphantasia, but I don't know. I would have no way of knowing if I was a starseed unless I had some, you know, prophetic dreams about it or, or some sort of travel dreams where I could experience it, um, But I'm open to wondering about it, you know? I'm definitely open to exploring the idea and learning more about it. What I'm not open to doing currently is like spending $5,000 on a course to learn about my history as a starseed because I don't um, resonate with that. But if it resonates with you, I feel like that's something that you should look into. Sorry, I'm getting interrupted, one sec. Sorry about that. I got interrupted by my daughter. Story of my life um okay next on the list empowerment of others um you have a natural inclination to support and empower the people around you what how did i not see this one before this is naturally me i am you know what this this list here is just like making me feel good about myself (laughs) but this is so me like empowering of others this is like whenever i work with people i'm like i want everyone to feel supported and good and feel like they're learning and growing when they're around me um and i light up when i inspire other people so another reason why i started this podcast is like to talk uh, about things that inspire inspire me and uh you know magical moments that have happened to me uh because i feel like these magical moments if you don't share them, they don't seem as magical. So that was like one of the reasons I started this podcast was to inspire. So empowerment of others. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Uh, next one is unpredictable creativity. Uh, it says the tendency to surprise others with sudden bursts of innovative ideas or projects. Uh, I feel like that's like more generic. Uh, clearly, we know people that need G are super duper creative and amazing. I mean, think of Steve Jobs. I don't know if he was diagnosed but i'm gonna seem assume assume that he was because yeah also like people who have adhd this is a fun fact um you'll notice also like just creative people in general that a lot of creative people wear all black or like the same kind of outfits all the time and it's because uh and this is like totally generalizing not everyone's like this but it takes like so much CPU, like brain power to come up with outfits that if you can like take that process away, if you're not passionate about fashion, if you can take that process away, like then your brain isn't using up all that good juice. You're saving it for something more creative. So I think of Steve Jobs and his like classic blue jeans and black turtleneck kind of thing. And I think, yeah, that's Steve Jobs. He did that because he didn't want to use any of his creative juices towards something that didn't mean anything to him, you know? So I think that's cool. I wear a lot of black I've only recently started to add color to my wardrobe and that's like to add more joy but I definitely like I'm I'm a hey easy get a black dress for a wedding kind of thing Um, strong verbal skills uh, a gift for gab basically Uh, gift for communication often expressing thoughts and ideas eloquently. I don't know how eloquent I am. As you can see on this podcast, I often go into tangents. Um, I think that part of that is like channeling a bit. Um, I often will start talking. And you know, if I'm having a conversation with someone, so on here, or if I'm sending a voice note, what happens, and it happens to all of my friends, I do voice notes with a lot of people, and it happens with everyone. When you start talking, eventually you're gonna get to a point where you're like, I went on a tangent there, and I don't even know what I was saying. And every time I do that on the podcast, I go, "Oh, it's because I have ADHD," and I like do a little make fun of myself. But I promise you, if you are going unscripted on a voice note or a podcast or whatever, eventually you will get to a state, if you have ADHD or if you don't have ADHD, where you're gonna go, "Whoa, I just." (laughs) talked about something totally random that I wasn't planning on talking about where did that come from but um I feel like those moments those like random tangents that you have that you just like say and you're like I don't even know why I said that it's usually for the other person and or there's some connection there that you're gonna figure out over time so don't ignore that and like talk freely and uh Yeah, don't worry about being like, well, it's a hard thing, though, and I do it uh, because this is a podcast and I and maybe I should be more professional and have like a script or something. It would not be the same, though, for me. This is I have to just talk. Um, But I I often like interrupt and say like, well, I don't even know what I was saying there because sometimes you talk and talk and talk and then eventually your brain just goes completely blank. So not sure if that's adhd but it says here that people with adhd have strong verbal skills i definitely think i have strong verbal skills in that i am a very good communicator um i am like the person in the friend in my friend's group or like i shouldn't say that um all of my friends are excellent communicators um but like my husband's not a great communicator and i shouldn't i'm not like trashing him he's excellent in so many other ways but uh not the best communicator, so he goes like, say we go to a party with all of his friends and my friends, at the end of the party, I know information about every single person, you know, about what they're going to name their next dog five years from now. I know all this information, and my husband has gotten no information other than the leaf score, you know? So, but yeah, not everyone I say has strong verbal skills, but maybe that's ADHD characteristics. Characteristic. Um, I definitely have read that people with ADHD often like interrupt people, but I don't. And I've met a lot of ADHD people who are like that, who are like aloof or like unaware that they're not fully listening. You know, I think I said this in another podcast before. There are people out there that you talk to and you can tell when you're talking to them that they're not really listening. They're just coming up with an answer and they're like they're trying to figure out what they're going to say next and that's not a real conversation um like the the listening is important and and i know that 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 is a characteristic of a lot of adhd people is like interrupting or like not letting people finish their thought so if that's something that you're struggling with um yeah it's just a thing i guess um but no That if you worry about the conversation, like, going silent for a few seconds after, people don't mind a couple seconds of silence for you to, like, digest their opinion. I think that people would prefer that over you responding to something that you haven't fully been receptive to. Um, Okay, moving on. I feel like this is going to be a really long podcast. Uh, Although we are on on number 19 of 20, but I want to go back about Avantagea and stuff too. So, uh, change catalyst. That's interesting. Uh, they have the ability to instigate change and inspire transformation in both personal and professional spheres. Totally. Again, I said I'm a five energy. If you don't know your birth number, you can just Google it. Um, it's your birthday and your name and something, but I'm a five and that's like a lot about change. Um, when I was a kid, like, when I was a teenager, the only thing I had really control over changing was my bedroom, and I would change it all the time. Like, the configuration of it, I would always, like, change where my bed was or change where my dresser was. And, and it's weird now, like, living... I've been married for, I don't know, 12 years, I think? 12? 11? But living together for longer than that. And um, it's weird when you have your own space and your own furniture and stuff, and and, like, you kind of... I don't know. Everything's in its space. We don't move furniture around a lot, but I think if I was like single, I'd be like once a month, like <laughs> rearranging furniture. I don't know what it is. It's like I like that kind of change. Like, um, yeah, I don't know why. So a change catalyst. Um, yeah, and I'm also like really good at like if there's a problem to try to look at different ways of solving it instead of just being like, okay, this is the problem, this sucks. Okay, well, what, is the, what can we do about it? And how can we change this? This isn't something that we need to continue with going forward. There are solutions to every problem. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at like, recognizing that and understanding that even though change is uncomfortable, it is very much important in life. So uh, the next one, which is the last one on this list, is that we have a rich inner world. Um, a vibrant internal thought process marked by a constant stream of ideas and reflections totally i'm always reflecting on stuff i'm always i always have a stream of ideas um and this is where i like really want people to know that people with aphantasia absolutely have imaginations it's just different and it's it's more ideas and reflections yeah i like that terminology actually um a constant stream of ideas and reflections that's like if there was a song title for my shower every day it would be constant dream of ideas and reflections it would be a good little ditty um i i have a lot of ideas and reflections i'm always like especially like with problems i i try to look at it like what um why is this happening how is it going to benefit me what's the outcome of this Um, like we're really reflecting on especially the negative things because you would be really surprised to see all the positive outcomes that come from negative situations because negative situations spark change um, typically and you can't better yourself without you know evolving and changing and growing and learning and a lot of growth comes from pain and tragedy and whatnot so okay I'm just one second Sorry about that. Okay, so I wanted to talk now. now I went through the 20, 20 little random characteristics. And I know that there's more. Um, but I wanted to talk about like the correlation between ADHD, aphantasia, and psychic abilities. Uh, just to see, get the conversation going. And if you can come up with other correlations, please feel free to email me. My email is rofo, R-O-F-O, creative at gmail.com or podcast at gmail.com. I will answer both emails. Um, But if you have anything to say on this matter, I am sure I'm leaving stuff out and I might do a follow-up episode on it. But uh, I'd love to hear from you. So ADHD in correlation, in connection with aphantasia and psychic abilities. Okay, so aphantasia and ADHD. Let's talk about that. Um, So with aphantasia, it's the inability to visualize mental images. But also, for many people, it's not just visualizing it's like five five senses right so you can't smell you can't see you can't hear you can't taste in your mind and um a lot of people can't do that so um even people who don't characterize themselves as people with aphantasia um but for me like i don't have any of my senses in my mind so um so, what I've read is that aphantasia might have some correlation with ADHD basically because both conditions involve differences in cognitive processing and attention. So, it doesn't really doesn't really say much on it, like there's no... I think maybe because aphantasia is so... Um, it's not studied a ton, right? It's like 2015 is when it really became noticed. But, like, became a thing and became studied more. But think about how recent that is, you know? Uh, I would love to be part of any sort of study, any sort of experimentation on people with aphantasia and ADHD, or both, or either, or whatever. Um, because there's so much we don't know, right? Uh, okay, so let's think about unconventional thinking and psychic abilities. Um, some people have said that adhd related unconventional thinking patterns might be linked to enhanced intuition or psychic abilities so a uh, booyah so if you're thinking okay most people don't think this way well maybe maybe most people aren't getting information the same way because you are tuned into source and you're getting intuitive downloads maybe Maybe. I definitely have this, but I don't know what other people's brains are. Do other people have these, like, full downloads that kind of plop into their head? Um, Or is that an unconventional thinking pattern? I don't know. Um, So this idea stems from the unique ways in which ADHD individuals process information and make connections. So one of my superpowers of having ADHD, which I don't know if it's an ADHD superpower or just, like, an intuitive superpower, is that I'm able to easily process information and make connections to like past events and past situations so uh unconventional unconventional yes maybe I guess I don't the thing that another part of the reason why I started this podcast is like I only know my own brain and I think my brain is pretty normal you know but when you start talking to other people and you learn about how they visualize or how they like Get ready for a trip. Oh, you, you went on a trip and you packed your bags and you couldn't visualize what was in your bags? What? You know, uh, these are the, th- the comments I get. Like it's, my brain is different than other people's brain and I've only ever known the way my brain works. And the way my brain works is I get full download. It's like a CD-ROM downloaded into my my head with all this information. And if I don't use that information like quickly, it kind of like fades away, but that's how like ideas come in so you know i feel like i could be just like working at a company and and giving ideas for inventions (laughs) like that would be my ideal job because i like have so many ideas um so yeah unconventional thinking uh creativity and psychic intuition that's another thing like uh creative thinking is often associated with adhd and could potentially overlap with the intuitive thinking associated with psychic abilities this might result in a unique blend of imagination, um, imaginative insights. I like that, and I also think that like creativity and psychic intuition is connected in the way that the more creative you are, and the more you practice like art, um, it doesn't matter what kind of art, um, but that helps you. Um, it helps. You process your intuition, kind of, um, and and you be it you be surprised at how much like meditative information comes to you when you're like painting. I will, or like I do air clay, and I I will just be like making a ball with air clay and moving it around in my hands. And the process of doing that it, like turns my brain off, and then I get intuitive information, and I I swear that's like psychic information, and it and the majority of of my psychic information comes from while i paint or do art um so i think there is like a connection there so if you're if you're listening to this and you're like ah, i want to develop my psychic skills and you're like i'm not an artist try just painting nothing you know get black and white and just paint you don't even have to use colors if you don't want to like just paint or doodle this is what tyler henry does he just like doodles right and that helps his brain like unlock like the one side of his brain i think this is what happens it your i think your left side like stops working basically or it gets consumed by that the process of doing art doodling or painting or using air clay and then that helps you connect to this side of your brain that the intuitive information kind of goes to so creativity and psychic intuition i think definitely connected um open-mindedness and psychic perception ADHD individuals often have open minds. Ha! See, how can you listen to this and not be like, people with ADHD are freaking awesome. Um, Everybody likes an open-minded person. Whoever said, oh, I love that guy. He's so close-minded. I don't don't know. Um, So open-mindedness and psychic perception. ADHD individuals often have open minds and are receptive to unconventional ideas. Again, obviously, I love that. I hate convention. This trait, trait might be... Might contribute to heightened perceptions of psychic phenomenon that's that's very true too like i I think the more open minded you are to psychic abilities like psychic phenomena, um the more it will happen to you because if you're like, this is impossible, there's no way a dead person can talk to me. there's no way um, that balloon can move on its own like whatever it is there there's no way if you go into it being like it's black and white there's absolutely no way then it's never gonna happen for you but if you go into situations being like what if you know going into situations with wonder will literally change your life you know so and i don't know if that's a switch you can turn on i think that part of what makes me unique and and part of what makes me me is that i am so full of wonder and i have been since i was a kid so um yeah i i I think that i'm very open to psychic perception and psychic phenomena i you know if my my uh fire alarm in my house starts going off and there's no fire i just immediately say hi hi super omi like (laughs) i think that it's my dead grandmother you know um and then it, maybe it's just the batteries but i don't know i believe i believe and i i experience things more often than not i think because i have that openness um and i'm not i like i definitely am not closed off like i'm like open me up more i do meditations to like open up my third eye because it's so cool the more it opens up the cooler life is so um attention to detail i don't even like this one uh it says but okay contrary to the stereotype individuals with adhd can sometimes there's the sometimes word exhibit intense focus and attention to detail which might play a role in the development of psychic abilities oh this is actually interesting see i didn't read the whole thing this is like part of my adhd i skim things um yeah you know what is interesting about that is that I am so passionate about learning about developing my my psychic abilities and just learning about consciousness and trying to learn about everything that we don't know about like the things that we really don't have concrete answers to uh one second okay sorry about that another interruption uh I'm down two kits today so I only have two but uh yeah they still like uh, attention and um, inter podcasts, so sorry about that. Um, uh, I talked about the attention to detail. Um, one thing that I wanted to say was, so I didn't really get into like Aphantasia and ADHD too much because there's really not a lot out there. But I do wonder if we, with Aphantasia, if you don't have the ability to visualize and you're in class, for example, are you not less distracted? Like, would you not be more focused than, like, someone? Like, I feel like having a vivid imagination where you, like, see things might be distracting in a way. So maybe, in a sense, having aphantasia helps with the ADHD because there's less dist- distractable things, you know? Like... The ability to imagine might deter me from focusing. I don't know. I'd be interested to hear of from anyone who has been diagnosed with ADHD, who has aphantasia. Or if you don't and you like listen to this podcast and you're like, I'm pretty sure I have all those characteristics, what's next? Feel free to email me. I don't think that if you have adhd especially as an adult female or if you're listening to this and you're a male i'm not like you know knocking you it's just that this is like specifically for females but it could also relate to you so don't if you're a male and you're resonating with this just resonate with you it's okay i think that if you have lived your whole life and you've you know been successful or Um, thrived then who cares about the label you know it doesn't matter, it really doesn't matter and honestly if you have to take pills to get through your day because your job is so awful that you need to take medication to function throughout your day, it's probably time for a career change Um, and I know that's not always an option and it's not always easy to land in a job that is you know I don't know that keeps you completely engaged and enthralled but because you have this superpower of being able to hyper focus and being able to like come up with creative solutions and be incredible in every way I think you do have the opportunity to look for a job that you can flourish in instead of having to pop Vivance to um get through your day so just if you're listening to this and you feel really like connected to it and uh whatever one second I'm gonna get interrupted again so if you feel like this podcast kind of resonated with you in a way and you're like yes that sounds like me I totally have ADHD I'm also a psychic and I have aphantasia, like all of these things chill out sorry I hate when people say chill out but don't worry about it you don't need to go and get a diagnosis You don't need to get medication. You don't have to do anything. Um, Just lean into what you're passionate about. And I think, I really believe that if we all did this, the world would be way better. I mean, imagine if everyone was like following their passions and doing things that they loved, especially people who are like hyper focused and, you know, can uh, accomplish so much with their brains when they love what they do. you know, the world would be a lot less grumpy and we'd have a lot more problem solved. And, uh, yeah, I feel like everyone would just be better if we kind of leaned into our trait our our skills and our passions and, um, what lights us up. So is that being intuitive? Is that having ADHD? I don't know, but I think that everyone, ADHD or not, can benefit from, leaning into their passions instead of instead of fearing them, I think. I think we fear chasing our dreams because we're worried about failing and I don't know, when you're when you're when something lights you up and uh, and you follow that, I, I just I don't think there's there's really room for failure. I don't think failure is part of it. I think that every step in that process of discovering yourself, is um, is action and not failure. Like even if you fail at something, it's just like a, a step that's helped you learn and and succeed in the future. So, my public statement today is: lean into what you're passionate about. Accept your ADHD as a superpower. Accept that you're intuitive, and uh, don't be closed-minded nobody likes closed minded people promise you that um and yeah adhd is not a bad thing it's a wonderful thing it's an incredible thing and if you have a kid with adhd who's struggling that struggle will dissipate over time um i think that you kind of feel like you're i don't know like on you're living outside of your body almost and i think that over time that that kind of fades um and ADHD in adults is very different, I think for male and females, but especially female when you get older. Um, you know, a lot of people think of ADHD as like that crazy boy in the class who dumps a can of soup on his head at lunchtime and then runs around in circles and is really loud. Um, you know, people who are hyperactive. I feel like ADHD is, <clears throat> there's a hyper component there. But for me, the hyper is the hyper focus, not the hyper activity and my son's like that too i wouldn't say he has adhd but he's not a hyperactive person um he likes to be moving and stuff but he's not like hyper uh but he does get hyper focused on on really weird things like he gets hyper focused on creating and i feel like this might be like autistic too but he will like cut up paper for hours and then make them into money i think he (laughs) i think it's his way of Trying try to manifest which i love and uh i'm also like money isn't everything but um uh he has stacks of paper money in his room that he just like that's he hyper focuses on that a lot it's weird but uh who knows maybe he'll work for the canadian mint when he's older and create money who knows um but uh if you have a child with adhd just know they're going to be successful in life who cares about their grades right now Um, just lean into what they're passionate about. If they, if they want to explore something totally wacko and weird, let them, it lights them up. The whole point of life is to be lit up, I think. Um, and to understand when you are filled with light, you know, so you can recognize those moments. Um, I think that's it for now. That's like a whole hour episode, which is insane. I feel like that's my longest episode. Ah, um, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any input about this subject, please feel free to email me. I would love to talk more about it, um, if there's more to talk about. So have a wonderful day and I hope to hear from you.